Welcome back, spammers. Thanks for joining us today. This is going to be part one of a two-part episode. In this first half, we get a whole lot of the usual buffoonery as we attempt to discuss some trending topics going on right now. Stay tuned for part two coming out next week, which will harken back to the good old days of snot humor and horrible impressions. I am okay, rolling. Cool. Oh, yeah, I'm, and I'm rolling. Already. We already clapped. Cool. Yep, we are, we are rolling. Uh, hold on. Let me, let me just... <laughs> well, that was awkward. They <laughs> <laughs> killed my thunder there. Can you clip that, Kavika, and just put it as a sound clip? <laughs> like, whenever we want to burn them? Um, wait, hold on. Why does it look like that light behind you, Nick, is a penis? Move your head the other way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that one. It looks like a penis in your ear. I'm sorry, what was your question? Don't do that. It'll it'll get bigger. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, guys. All right. <laughs> no, I, I was just curious. Do any of your coworkers listen to the podcast? Hmm. I don't think so. Not coworkers. I mean, I haven't seen my coworkers really since we started this whole thing together. All right. More importantly, does your wife listen to it? Yes. What does she think about the podcast? Oh, she thinks it's retarded. Perfect. We're nailing it then. <laughs> I've I've never been crushed more in my life. <laughs> what? I thought that was a good thing. <laughs> Are we not happy about that? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here's the show document. You know we What's can. I mean, Angry I, I was sorry. I just sent a whole bunch of stuff. So I didn't know that you. That I was making the show doc. So I just sent like I think uh, this is know, a lot of stuff. If we're honest, you we we didn't think so either. And then we're just like, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> that's a, that's exactly that's exactly. Welcome to the Can of Spam Podcast, your weekly serving of nincompoopisms and absolute buffoonery. And don't forget the dad jokes and poop stories. Let's get it. Welcome in to the Can of Spam Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, old man Lopez. We also have... And I'm your Brownstein, the Poopitarian. (laughs) And I'm your... Other uh, host, Nick, Agent Oahu. Ah, uh, yes, the other host. I'm the creative one. <laughs> the, the sexual one. Yeah. There he is. There he is. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we got a special episode planned for you guys. It's going to be a fun one. Uh, we're going to be basing this off of a handful of current events that we've cherry-picked. Well, that Agent Oahu has cherry-picked. He basically uh, sent us some suggestions, and we basically pointed and went, yeah, let's let's just do that. Yeah, I so wasn't. I here we are. Wasn't expecting all of that responsibility. I thought I was just throwing stuff into the wind, and I guess all that stuff blew back in my face. So I guess we're Ag- doing all this stuff that Terry uh, So what do you do? Agent Oahu combed through the archives of the internet like Nicholas Cage and <laughs> National Treasure to come up with this show document today. Foreshadow. How relevant. <laughs> Foreshadow. <laughs> All right. So uh, on the topic of news, what's the first thing we're going to be talking about? I think it's uh, graduations. No, no. Um, It's been about a oh. month since we've been in quarantine. Is that about right? Almost like oh, 42 yeah. okay. or so three days. Before we get into the news, why don't we, uh, why don't we just uh, catch up a little bit? I know it's been a couple yeah. weeks Follow since we talked to each other. the order on the sheet that I gave you specifically yeah. <laughs> in the same order because I put so much time into the flow of this show. Yeah, Kavika, oh, okay. we're supposed oh, to be doing around the check-ins and seeing how everyone's doing. Frick, Send, man. Sound more natural that you're bouncing back from this mistake. Damn it. How does it feel? How does it feel? I got burned. <laughs> you know, I, I was trying to skip that because I frankly just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> 
Everything's the okay, same. Okay, well, I guess, how have you guys been? Oh, thanks for asking, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought it'd be considerate. Unprompted. All right, I'll go first. I'll go first. So, things are good, man. Like, I feel like I'm finally getting a little bit of a rhythm on some stuff. But to be honest, I am like a little cooped up and I am ready to see some friends. Uh, but I'm just going to keep riding it out, and I've been cranking up my at-home workouts a little more because I was sl- I did good mm. like the first two weeks. Then I slacked hard realizing, dang, we're going to be in here for a while. But now I'm yeah, ratcheting you. it back up again. So things are good, though, man. Like, no one's sick. Everyone's feeling good. There's no more virus in our house. And, uh, yeah, can't complain. Yeah, I can tell um, from the FaceTime call your abs look great. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, Pupa Darren is completely naked standing in front of his phone right now. It's It's... Glorious. Oh, yeah. It's quite the sight. <laughs> it's very bright in here. Yeah. Kavika, how are you doing? Are you missing anything? I'm doing that good, you, man. Is there anything a, new that you're missing? My wife's friend had a birthday over the weekend, and we uh, we went all over to their place and did, you know, obeying the social distancing laws oh, and just dropped something off at their home, you know, for her birthday. Hmm. And they came out, and her friend's husband came out and ran into the trunk of his own truck, which was right next to where I parked. And we just chatted for about 10 minutes. And I, I have to tell you guys, that was the social highlight of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't even remember the last time I spoke to somebody in person with joy <laughs> and gladness. Wow, this is really insulting the considering we have been doing this show together now for a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you guys, you guys don't set a very high bar. <laughs> Oh, now he's burned from earlier. He's going to be on something this whole episode. (laughs) No, but there's just, honestly, I think there's a, there's just something different about being like physically near somebody and having a conversation and just being able to interact with them in person. It was nice. It was, it was very refreshing. And I sort of forgot what it was like to have friends up until that moment, (laughs) like socially and physically in the presence of people. Would you say that, like, um, how good of a relationship did you have with him before you, like, kind of had this interaction? Just kind of acquaintances? Uh, not really. I mean, they used to come over for game night um, before, you know, the whole the whole thing that must not be named because it'll, <laughs> it'll throw this show into the bottom of the algorithm for some <laughs> yeah. reason. It's um, true. <laughs> well, I guess, I guess what I'm saying is, do you think that because you both have been isolated for so long, that this interaction of 10 minutes, it, it could have been the equivalent of spending weeks together, and now <laughs> your relationship is so much more deepened because you both craved attention? Well, well, maybe you can, you can tell me, because I'll, I'll just describe the first 10 seconds of being in their driveway. I pull up, I park the car, Jordan opens her door, this man comes running out of his house with a huge smile on his face <laughs> and jumps into the trunk of his car, sits there cross-legged and just smiles at me and goes, hi. I think that, I think the real question though is <laughs> what kind of car did he jump into? Because was uh, it like a, like a Civic <laughs> trunk or was it like an SUV trunk? Or uh, sh- Are we trying to qualify, quant- <laughs> qualify, quantify what a car is? He has a, like, it was a, like an old GMC or something tr- pickup truck. Oh, like a pickup bed. It wasn't like he opened yeah. his like, no, like no, 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 no. Toyota Camry trunk and like jumped in and sat there. No, no. Yeah. That, that would have been weird. That would have been very strange. <laughs> I mean, sh- shouldn't you, um, it's, the reason we asked is because I think what you meant to say, he pulled down the tailgate of his truck because you said he jumped in his trunk. So I, I ju- think you meant- I said he jumped I- in his truck. Ho, ho, ho. Mm. This is why. 
<laughs> communication and human interaction over digital means is so limited. You just can't understand each other. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I wouldn't have had this misunderstanding if I was talking to him. Yeah, if I was sitting in my trunk. <laughs> That's so good. That's so good. All right, what about you, Agent Oahu? What's the latest with you? Well, okay, so one of the reasons why I wanted to bring this up, well, I mean, I don't really think, like, there's too much difference. There's not, like, anything new that I miss, that I didn't miss before. I miss human interaction. I miss being able to go, like, you know, use public areas freely, like restaurants and parks and all these. You miss being able to pee on things. Yeah, yeah, basically. Um, but Valid. I also realized one very weird thing yesterday. Maybe it was the day before, but anyway, recently. That I am now getting stressed out about going back to regular life. Like, I think I have retrained my brain, my psyche, <laughs> my my paths of how I do everything in the day for this like pandemic shutdown, closed down, very small, like lifestyle. And now we're going to go back to it. So I used to be stressed that we were going to be closed down. Now I'm stressed out that we're going to be going back. And again, and your sphere like, of responsibility is going to be greater than it is now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I just, I, like I was so stressed out about how to like make my life good what, under these under all these new rules that now and that now that i have made it decent i'm stressed out about going back to the way it was just when we thought we were happy with figuring out how to live this life yeah. it is now we are now thrust out of it again well and there's there's also like all these wrinkles too because like only certain things are opening up slowly and i'm sure all right. those things that are opening up you know like the whatever the malls next week or you know, whatever is opening up slowly, it's not going to be like malls the way we were used to it. It's going to be like you go to Alamoan and you have to like get shot down by a hazmat team and then wear a plastic suit or something like that's just going to be an adjustment to how we used to do the mall. So it's not necessarily even that I'm stressed out about going back to regular life before. It's I guess now with all the uncertainty, okay, how do we what what is the next portion of or the next like reality going to look like because it's not going to be what it was before and it's not going to be what it is now i just realized when you were speaking about um you know getting patted down or going through and wearing a hazmat suit yeah. that there's certain stores that you go into like macy's they have the first door and then the second door mm. right they could easily convert that to a decompression no not a decompression chamber, decontamination a decontamination chamber i'm thinking space here mm. but uh, may maybe that's maybe that's a solution for large department stores that nobody is going to go to. <laughs> well, it's also made me as I was telling you guys too. This also made me remember the other things that we've talked about that give me anxiety. So, I think the moral of the story is just I'm anxious. Which Valid. is the same in life. the same sentiment we had the first time we did something like this. <laughs> anxiety. Yeah, anxiety. Good. It, so nothing's it's real changed, basically. <laughs> what's new nothing yeah. anxious just anxious yeah but i guess you i know, hear you but, though, man i hear you well I, I think that the the main thing though is i mean it's all positive right are we all ha are you guys all happy that we're reopening I, i'm a little bit anxious um in the sense that i feel like hawaii is pretty you know we're, we're in a pretty good situation here we're pretty isolated we've gotten the cases under control but because our you know, our state is run by tourism so heavily. I'm worried that we're not going to be able to contain whatever comes into our state. You know, word. 
Don't right, we so have that, the highest unemployment hesitation. rate in the nation? Aren't we at thirty seven percent unemployment? What is surprising like the in the nation? Yeah. And we have probably the most antiquated unemployment system too. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anyway, let's move All on right. to some poop joke or well, something like that. Yeah, great. Now that now that this friggin' podcast sucks, everyone's all <laughs> let's, let's try and rescue and... this thing. Let's reel it back and get back into what we what we normally do, which is buffoonery and nincompoopism. So uh, let's talk about graduation 2020. Take yeah. it away, uh, Agent Oahu. Yeah. So I wanted to bring this one up because when I graduated high school and college and stuff, obviously it wasn't under pandemic. Uh, and that was obviously a humble brag as well. Um, but I, you know, it wasn't under <laughs> pandemic rules. It was what we, you know, used to know graduation ceremonies were, which were like your parents all came together and fam family and friends all came together and, you know, celebrated your big day with song and speeches and fanfare and caps and gowns and whatever. And pomp and circumstance. Yeah. And and it's it was uh it, the the ceremonies and the celebration are all kind of the 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 marking of that you finished that you finished college or whatever portion of education that you're in. So my question is, with kids graduating in this month and next month, since they don't have the ceremonies now because of the pandemic, does that mean they they? actually did not graduate college or high school because without the ceremony there is no graduation i i see i see your angle well mr agent oahu i have a real life scenario to help us out do you and the, roll clip well <laughs> the pupitarian himself oh uh when he when he graduated college he um was one class shy of graduating in the spring semester with all of his classmates, but they didn't offer that class. It's a longer story, but basically the class wasn't offered any year that I was there. So then when it was my graduation date, because they didn't have enough students to offer it, and they wouldn't let me do it as a directed study all Bastard. those three years. So the fourth year, I'm like, okay, look, I need this thing to graduate. They said, okay, we'll offer it in the spring semester. Don't worry. Spring came around. They didn't offer it. And they said, that's okay. You'll just take it this summer as a directed study with the professor. Are you still going to be around? And it worked out and I was going to be around. So I said, well, can I walk with the graduation with all my classmates? And they said, no. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I was really, really upset. So, so I didn't. Yeah. So I, so I, I graduated technically that summer or the next fall semester is when the ceremony was, but I didn't go because I was living in Hawaii. So I actually didn't have a ceremony, but they did mail me my diploma. So you so never graduated so you college. Ne exactly. That's you the didn't moral actually of your graduate. <laughs> I guess I never, I never thought about it. I guess I never graduated college. So they offer attract to a degree in which they require a specific class but don't actually ever offer that class yeah every year i kept asking them but they only offered every other year it's like a, on even years or something um but there wasn't enough students to sign up so they kept saying they kept delaying it and actually never making it happen so yeah by the time it came around they didn't want to let me walk without having completed it was only like two credits the class and they wouldn't let me walk because they said a lot of students were walking without having their classes completed and it was setting up a bad look for the school. So that's an even better question. Did those students who didn't complete their credits but walked, 
did they graduate college without finishing their credits? Boom! <laughs> this sounds like just a very basic way to weed out idiots. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Which We're one gonna... am I? <laughs> <laughs> well... What I'm thinking is like, yeah, let's, let's put in the let's put in the itinerary. You know, we'll put this you know track for a degree, but we won't actually offer the courses. And we'll say, you know, this is only offered never. And whoever signs up for this degree will know that they're idiots. <laughs> yeah, here I am, <laughs> college graduate. <laughs> I did I did see some stuff online, like uh, in video games, kids were doing their own graduation ceremonies, like in Minecraft and Animal Crossing oh, yeah. or something. Oh, um, so does that, that, that seems count? Like so, much work. So, so they had a virtual ceremony. Hmm? Valid question. So, so do you buy a robe or what? How do you how do you go about doing this? Well, the I saw Punahou did that or is doing that for June. Um, so they they had their like a bunch of kids built the Stan Sheriff Center out of Minecraft and will walk through and receive their mm. all the music and all that stuff. Let's see. Okay, so <laughs> let's break Wait, this no, down. No, no. Then. <laughs> that private school is actually going with the idea that we're gonna do a Minecraft. Do the this administration is, even know what Minecraft is? <laughs> I I vote yes. I vote that virtual um ceremonies count. As long as they're ceremonies, they have to be you can't become king just because you're the kid of the the son. You have to be like you have to have the the trumpets playing. Announcing. <laughs> you have to have the crowning. You know when they like the 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 christening. Yeah, like the oldest guy with the the grayest beard has to put your crown on your head in front of in the great hall. Like there's a ceremony to everything to signify that milestone in life and. Without mm. that, without the wedding, what other things? Let me see what other things are there. <laughs> without wedding, graduation, uh, yes, king anointing. I, don't, uh, <laughs> uh, I think it's which, anointing. Which happens, you know, often enough that we all know about it and yeah. have seen that. Um, knighting, uh, knighting, knighting, if you put the, the sword what is on that? the shoulders, you know. We gotta, you can't you gotta do a knight the, unless um, you get your head almost cut off by the queen. That's, that's a rule. <laughs> What is the president one called? Or they're in the big inauguration. Book? Inauguration, yeah. So you're not president until you're inaugurated. Oh, I, guess, I guess my degree did count. No. Were you inoculated? <laughs> I know big words. I know <laughs> <Yeah>. big words. <laughs> I wordified this podcast. <laughs> no. Well, um, I know in Hawaii, like a huge thing is, like you mentioned this before, is getting 100,000 lays and drowning your face in lays and flowers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I can't mm-hmm. imagine that people are getting... Digital lays? Would they get email you a lay, maybe? Maybe they figured work? it on Instagram. I mean, not Instagram, Minecraft. Well, I'll tell you what. They did figure one thing out. They have digital yearbook signing now. Have you heard about this? Oh, no. What is this? So there's a website called FC Yearbook. At least that's one that I found. Um, but you basically, like, your yearbook team can upload the PDF of all your yearbook files and the pages. And then you share it with all your classmates. And then just, like, kind of Facebook... Or like markup on your iPhone, you can go in and leave comments and sign or whatever, so that people can like have these you know memories in a in a digital fashion rather than physical. Hmm. Did you guys used to uh, give out your class photo when you were in like um, middle school 
at, once you got like your class photo, your your single of you, you know, like with your looking over your shoulder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you had to write, "Here's my ugly photo. Hope you like it. Yeah. See you next summer." Yeah, 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 yeah. You did that too. Yeah, Hope you okay. have a great summer. Something yeah. like that. Whatever. Ha- How come everybody had the log that they had to lean on for the photo? <laughs> Who decided at one point that all kids need to lean on logs to <laughs> to take class photos? A log think, seems like a very random thing to just have in yeah. their photo. You know, that was a very influential moment in the Pubitarian's life. How so? Mm. Leaning on the log. We're talking about a uh, tree log, Nick. Yeah, yeah. Which log oh, are you leaning on? Shoot, okay, my bad, guys. <laughs> so what is Come the on, consensus man. here? Are we, are we saying uh, you can have life milestones without ceremonies and they count? Or do you have to have a ceremony for life milestones to count? I'm going to say I'm gonna absolutely give it to counts. Because um, I need to have my degree count, so it counts. <laughs> well, you're biased. You don't count, yeah, but mine yeah. does. And I will agree with you. And to be honest, if I think of, like, I've seen my brother play Minecraft, and he builds a bunch of stuff. And if I'm honest, like, it probably takes more effort to build the Stan Sheriff Center in Minecraft and put in more man hours mm-hmm. than to actually, like, hold a physical ceremony. Yeah, probably. At least so. for one dude. I don't know if you can collaborate on that, but. All right. Well, I'm glad we settled this. That that seems good, good. We we if anybody if anybody out there in Listenerville wants to to voice their opinion, of course, send us a message on Twitter at Can. Are you a spammer and a recent graduate or not graduate? Hit us up at Can Spam Pod on Twitter and let us know your thoughts. Boom, boom. All right. Moving on to the next subject, we are going to be talking about Amazon whistleblowers. Oh, if you guys haven't heard. Heavy. Yeah, it's going to get a little heavy, but we'll, we'll try to lighten the mood. We'll try and you know, pepper in some buffoonery in here. So. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have that sound sample ready and cued? Yes. Yeah, in my voice, yes, I had it ready to go. Oh, sorry. It sounded so terrible that I couldn't tell if it was real or not. I told you, you burned him one time <laughs> in the beginning of the episode. <laughs> I'm coming at you full force, guys. So I'm, I'm on full defense here. <laughs> Speaking of coming at you, the light behind your head is wonderful. Anyway, <laughs> Amazon whistleblowers. Um, I forget what the guy's name. He's a high up CEO um, and he VP. Uh, VP, VP of Amazon. And he basically quit his job because he was um, disgusted at the way that Amazon as a company was handling the protesters that were protesting against um, you know, not good work conditions at Amazon. They've had stuff like this before where it was like, you know, we have these unreasonable Unreason- expectations. Yeah. And uh, now it's come around where they're protesting again about work conditions, but having to do with the safety and being able to, you know, go to work and not have to worry about, I guess, contracting coronavirus or getting sick or whatever. So these, you know, protesters ended up obviously protesting and then they got fired because of their, um, I, I I don't know. They they just like yeah, their opposition to the way that things were being run. Yeah, but they th- the reason that they were fired, the company claims Amazon being the company claims that it was due to the fact that they weren't obeying social distancing while they were protesting. So the VP uh, seems like he is a very you know very uh, close advocate for good work conditions, and he quit his job because he was like I cannot be a part of this. So. At what point do we take a look at ourselves and say, do I keep ordering from Amazon, even though there's all this crazy stuff going on? Valid question. Valid question. Also one that I probably don't want to address because 
I can't Ugh. imagine my life without Amazon at this point. Yeah, the, I'm um, not touching that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go on to the next subject. Uh, enough, Nick, I think we're talking about... <laughs> nah, you know what, though? Um, Amazon has been inf- influential. I don't know if is the right word, but in keeping the United States Postal Service afloat because of all the stuff that they're having to, to, to uh, deliver. Really? Has that been actually like... Do you know if there are like statistics on how much they're contributing? Nah, you know I just heard it somewhere. Like you want me to? I ain't got no article <laughs> on the internet. Well, it must be real. <laughs> no, I told you. Um, uh, it was a, it was a Sunday afternoon. I was outside doing something, and the postman, uh, post lady, I think at the time. Excuse oh. me. She she came up and she was delivering a package, and I had to ask her. And I I don't know if we talked about this before, but I'm gonna share the story again. I said to her like, Hey, excuse me. I thought that post post office wasn't open on Sundays. Like all my life, I thought no post office on Sunday. What's the deal? And she said to me, good, good question. And I said, why, thank you, post lady. You know, someone who took a civil servant test and who's really smart is telling me that my question is really good. I value you. <laughs> You're so, very validated in that point. So, so thank you, post lady, for saying that my college degree is valuable, even though I didn't walk. So I then say to her, or, the, or yeah, I tell her thank you, and then she <laughs> says to me, <laughs> "It's like good, good get thing. the story, get the story out already." <laughs> no, so so, so then Just she. Me <laughs> how did how did you sound when you said thank you? <laughs> I me- I remember being a, I remember being a little like taken back a little bit of like wow. Could you um, give us an example of how you said thank you? Like how, how did it sound? <laughs> I think I said it was a little surprised of like oh like thank you. <laughs> Oh, so you used high voice. Yeah, it was like, it was like, thank, thank, you. thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and then you looked at yourself, was that even me? Did that sound come out of my body? Yeah. And then, um, and then she looks at me and said, what was your question again? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. So, so I asked her, I asked her about why are they working on Sunday? And she says, we only deliver packages on Sunday, mainly because of Amazon. And we have certain deadlines to have to deliver these packagings, packages to, um, Customers because they are promised a certain ship date, mm. so that kind of has, I guess you can say, forced their hand in having to work on Sundays. But then I fire back at her, at her, and I said, "Hey, lady, this, <laughs> oh, this is lower hey, voice. <laughs> this is in lower voice too. So you were more serious." I said, "I Sounds said, a hey, bigoted." <laughs> I said, "Hey, hey, civil servant lady." <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I just asked her, um, "Is that a good thing, though?" Because there's probably workers that want to work on Sunday and ones that don't. So does it give more flexibility with your schedule, having more days available to kind of get scheduled for? And she said, yes, some people enjoy working on Sundays. So it's not that bad. Huh, interesting. I was, I was about to say like, wow, Amazon's like imposing all of these, you know, unreasonable expectations on their own workers. And now that's spilled over to the USPS. I think that, I think Amazon too now is doing a lot of their own shipping. I've seen the Amazon Prime plane fly into Hawaii a couple times. They oh. they they are trying to get as much of that uh, what's it called like direct shipping on their own anyway. And I think the I remember there was like a stat like sixty percent of USPS a couple years ago, but that was a couple years ago. Um, but I know that since then they've done a lot to try and handle at least half of their shipping on their own, which has to be. Huge, huge amount. Wait, so so does the Amazon plane fly here and then a, a a truck drives off and starts going to people's houses delivering packages? Like, what do you mean? 
Um, I think that <laughs> I think what I think happens is the Amazon plane flies here, and then it's um, that shipment is delivered to all the other shipping like locations. USPS, yeah. UPS, and FedEx. Yeah, they just bring it. Oh, it's direct you. from their warehouses on their plane, and then lands. They provide here. the air transportation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But Whatever happened to drones delivering packages? Remember that crap? I think it's happening. Oh my god, UPS is testing something out, aren't they? I don't know. Somebody's I'm, testing something out. I saw a video online. It had to be real. I'm I'm all for it. Like, I don't care. Just give me my toilet paper faster. <laughs> okay, I guess that brings up the real question. Is, is how bad could it be if Amazon didn't exist? Well, we, we all survived without Amazon before. I think it's a matter of circumstance now that Amazon exists because... We have the technology, we have the transportation, and we have the um, means to to buy stuff on on the web. So, um, if it wasn't Amazon, it's going to be Walmart, or it's going to be Target, or it's going to be one of these huge other chains. The question is, though, like, is there a certain point where we, as what is it, as humans, like, stop? Like, where's our line in the sand for how much we value? Uh, companies social social work work situation ethics yeah Yeah. we're all educated here there's some kind of term that we can use that people will understand yeah Yeah, but don't you think don't you don't you think (laughs) (laughs) freaking hey don't you think though that we only are considering this with amazon because they're such a huge company and it's just in our face about these work conditions how many other things do you buy products companies and you like do you buy you know Nike shoes, Adidas shoes, whatever it is, but it's just because Amazon is so convenient and valuable to us. We're kind of highlighting them. It's hard for me to say, okay, I'm not going to buy from them because then I need to reevaluate all the things I buy from them and stop all of those, not just the Amazon thing. Well, I feel like Amazon. If if people were outraged at the work conditions in other companies, they you would hear about protests and people talking out and. You know, like I don't hear anybody complaining about Best Buy, you know, <laughs> but it, it it's been a recurring thing that specifically Amazon uh, workers have been, you know, not happy with the work conditions over several different issues. And I don't think us three people here are necessarily qualified to make Nick, this decision. Don't anyway. sell us short. We have an <laughs> immense influence over the people of the United States with this podcast. People of America, listen up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how, how dare you, Nick? You don't know our, our influence and the, and the net that we cast. Joe and Rodney are going to be making specific decisions now. My based mom on this, and dad this are going to totally write into this. They're going to tweet at us. Tell us yeah. Well, it kind of gave me, it, at least for me, like when I started thinking about, okay, if I actually had to cut out Amazon from my life, what does it actually do? Mm. And the reality is mm, maybe I would buy from Best Buy. Maybe I'd actually go out and drive somewhere and buy it from a local company. Maybe I'd pay for shipping. It, it just made me realize, like, wow, I am an entitled piece of crap. And I just want my stuff right now. And Amazon's really the only company that allows me to do that. You bring up a, a good point, though, because I've had this conversation oh. with my wife before that I don't think it's a matter of that Amazon is um, that it has uh, like all these different products. It's a matter to me that I know that if I need something, I know where to go. Like it's right. going to be there. And if somebody else takes over it or if in reality 
if somebody just created an Amazon for retail stores where all these normal retail stores went to this one website where you could buy everything off of it and list it like an Amazon. So I would just go to the Canna Spam app and then I could buy Target stuff. I could buy CVS stuff. I could buy Walmart stuff. I could buy stuff from, you know, the 7-Eleven. That would be, to me, that would be just as useful as Amazon. And it, so it's not, to me, it's not necessarily the fact that they have everything under one roof for themselves, but that I never have to worry about, like, I don't have to go to, like, I feel like I go to Long's or you go to a store here sometimes, and you're like, damn it, they don't have what I need. And instead, right. where you could just go on Amazon and be like, ha, they have what I need. They have a million versions of what I need. Yeah. 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 I think if we didn't have Amazon, honestly, it may seem at first like devastating, like, oh my gosh, but really, I would just buy something a little bit different or similar somewhere else. And, and it just, it life would go on. My yeah, life would it would, end. It, w- it would be. <laughs> life would end. I would melt. I wouldn't know where to buy anything. Where let, would I let buy? Me ask you where this. would I buy? Where would you go right now if you didn't have Amazon? Where would you go to buy a three foot micro HDMI to full size <laughs> HDMI cable? eBay. <laughs> Best Buy. eBay. eBay. You're gonna get some sort of cheap eBay version used, wiped with somebody's butt. And then with a no. booger in the hole. Yeah. Look, there really is places to get these things somewhere else. Like you don't need the twelve foot sign that says, um, uh, what I don't know, um, what are you gonna have a sign in your man cave saying? Saint Polly girl. <laughs> you don't need a twelve foot sign that says something that a twelve foot shine would, would right. say. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying, you don't need that stupid like thing. You could just go without it or make it yourself. Speak for yourself. I need my 12-foot St. Pauli girl fluorescent there light. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good reference. <laughs> but you know what? I think we're all victims here because who is more guilty? The person that does the drugs or the person that's selling cocaine? Does the drugs. But the cocaine <laughs> seller doesn't do anything? He's, he's not in any wrong? Right. Is he not a felon? No. Is he, is he not one no. to oh, blame? Okay. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess, I guess Amazon is n- not enabling us to do anything here. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. It's, it's. I think it's definitely worth looking at for sure. I blame Amazon. They made it so easy, and they normalized the idea of having something on my doorstep tomorrow. Oh yeah. And the pandemic. That, the pandemic has really shown that. Like now that I have to wait two weeks for what did I? I just ordered like a um. Some like a kitchen, something or other, and it was like a two week shipping date. And I was you ordered a whole kitchen, yeah, and it's ordered, only in two well, weeks to ship. I wanted my like, yeah, cabinets, <laughs> knives, forks, bowls. I, they have this whole package from Amazon. It's great. You just slip it into your house and fits right in. You just order the size. And I ordered I it. And it so. took two weeks. And I'm like, this is not. And I just have that moment of what happened to two days. I'm to two to five days. Even Hawaii, it was like five days. Now you got to wait 14 days. Come on. I dare right, you guys. I, we should have a challenge then. I da- Who can go without ordering Amazon the longest? It's not going to be me because I recently, and I'm very embarrassed about this, I ordered granola off of Amazon. I could have walked to Long's like down the street and gotten How granola in like you? 10 minutes. How dare you take <laughs> but away But I got it shipped to me and some poor soul had to... Sp- 
sprint through a warehouse sweating and bleeding blood <laughs> through their eyes to get this thing in a package in 12 seconds so that it can arrive on my doorstep in time. Hold on, what kind of granola was it and how much was it? It was a it was a dark chocolate granola with uh, cacao and, and coconut flakes. No! And this was really, really good. Send me the link to that. <laughs> okay, sounds good. <laughs> I can tell you they don't carry it at Long's. <laughs> yeah. They'll say it on their website that they do, but then you'll get there and it's not there. Let me tell you. No, no. Yeah. And then you'll call and you say like, you got to check with our stock department who never answers <laughs> the phone. So I got to go down there anyway. Yeah, that's You're not wrong about that. Yeah. All right. That's enough about Amazon. Uh, let's uh, let's turn it over to one of the Nicks to talk about a Nick playing a Joe. Oh, I, th- I think we're going to jump into something before that. God, whoa, Kavika. Whoa, what's next? Follow the so, st- the <laughs> totally made up impromptu script that was emailed to you. Damn it! <laughs> uh, I am the- following it. <laughs> All right, let's jump in there just real fast. Um, speaking of like the Wait, pandemic, hold on, hold on. And what just- are we talking about next? So I can just do a clean <laughs> like transition to it. Um, PC use is up seventy five percent year over year thanks to the pandemic. More oh, okay, people okay. using computers, less phones. Uh, Thank oh, you, oh, coronavirus. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> All right, enough about Amazon. Let's transition over to... <laughs> Nick cannot believe how crappy we are at making a podcast. This is so unprofessional. You have no idea. All the other podcasts that I do. Anyway, who, I don't even know who's going to be talking about this. Somebody talk about it. PCs and something. Uh, the, I think it's me. I think it's me. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Are you transitioned to it or just going to leave it like that? <laughs> just, just talk about it. You know what? Screw it. I'm out. <laughs> All right. Hey, guys. Kavika's leaving, so um, it's just going to be Nick and I. All right. Hey, so um, did you guys know PC use is up 75% year over year thanks to the pandemic? So more people are using traditional computers and less phones. How do you feel? Do you, I mean, I'm not surprised, first of all. That's just what I'm going to say. Everyone's home, and they're having to work from home. Of course, PC use is up. I think it's pretty obvious. So, yes. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> obvious. Do you, I guess my yes. question is, do you find uh, in your life, is there a lot of stuff <laughs> that you... <laughs> what the... F- I'm trying to work this bit over here. What do you... <laughs> Do you use a computer? Yes, yes or yes. no? <laughs> the, yes. yes. <laughs> we, it's, it's our fault, Nick. We didn't, we didn't give you anything to work with. <laughs> okay. So what do you guys no. think? <laughs> <laughs> I think yes. Yeah. You mother trucker, Nick. This is your show document. <laughs> At least you it's can like trap. jump in on something. <laughs> okay, well, does okay? Th- do you guys feel overall that you're using less phones? That's the biggest thing. Do you feel like you're using your phone less? Uh, yeah, definitely. Okay, I, I've never lost my phone so many times in a day and been in such close proximity to it. <laughs> is it is it because you think that you're using your computer more? Well, I mean, I, I guess so. I mean, so, all of my communication is on my computer. So I, I move throughout the house, obviously, and I bring my phone with me and I put it down somewhere. But the next time I need it isn't until like two hours later. Right. And then I have to backtrack my steps and beautiful mind style, go back in time and remember where I was. 
<laughs> is it is that a good thing though? Do you feel like it's a good no, thing, or is it still just tra- is it just transferring time in front of a screen from a small device to a big device? It's just giving me a super phone in front of me that I can sit <laughs> down and have two screens now. But it's also a negative because <laughs> I now spend probably an hour of my day looking for my phone. Because <laughs> when I'm out and about, like my phone's in my pocket, right? I'm not just gonna go put it on some table at the at the um, restaurant you need and then leave clip. and then go do something else and be like, okay, I gotta go grab my phone. Like you in need, my house, it could be anywhere. You need a belt clip. Oh, I need I need one of those um, tiles or whatever it's called. No, 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 my friend. Tried and true, trusty old belt phone belt clip will I'm solve. Not, I'm all not even of your... wearing clothes in the house, Nick. <laughs> How am I gonna attach this thing to my belt? Lanyard. Phone lanyard. Oh, okay, okay. I should just so just fully embrace the old man Lopez and wear <laughs> just, a lanyard. Just wear a belt. <laughs> just, just just the belt. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I like that idea. Yeah. I might go with that. I think it's crazy. Check out though, Spam Pod at on Twitter for an update on my next uh you know wardrobe attire. <laughs> and you guys can vote to see uh yes or no. It may be censored, forward. but censored for your pleasure. One of my favorite Seinfeld bits is when he says, uh, "He, you know, being naked, you're just so out there." So he likes wearing a belt, and then he's sewn pockets into that way he can still, you know, be comfortable while naked. Yeah, dude, that's like holsters for my phone, right? That's sweet. And yeah, I think it's called a utility belt, but no big deal. Anyway, it's called, so it's called naked pockets. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, this is significant for one big reason, though, because like before. Companies, technology companies, were gearing their product lines towards a more mobile market with phones and tablets. And right. now, because Did of it? the pandemic, they've had to now shift their product lines to more computer-based, PC-based, and even Windows and stuff is now has now shifted their their direction because of that. People are gonna they're assuming people are gonna be working more from home. The to me. Right, the I love working from home. I wish I could do it constantly instead of having to go out on the road. But there is also like a need for me to still have my phone lying in bed, sitting in front of me while I watch YouTube videos or something like that. Because you're a screen monger. Because I'm a screen monger, and my screen time has gone up <laughs> since the pandemic. I don't know what this article is saying. My screen time, I'm getting that alert from Apple that I hate that says your screen time was up 35 percent this week. <laughs> <laughs> my siri lives in the bayou i was yeah. just gonna say why does your siri sound like she came from louisiana no, no offense sorry, to any spammers tuning you. in from louisiana well, let me ask this why why um what is there you can't Princess do on your car. phone what is there you can't do on your phone that you need the computer for like why are people on their computer more oh because they're working they're working more from home they're they're no you know, no i'm just i'm just kind of curious what can't you do from your phone that have you, you ever tried to send a very detailed email from your phone? Attach multiple PDFs. That's always gets me. I don't know why that's not possible to do on a phone or a tablet. Why can't I put multiple PDFs there, in one email? There is one very simple thing hmm. that a computer has that an iPhone does not, and that is a cursor. Mm. Not anymore, though. Say a, phys- a physical keyboard. iPads have that. Dun, yeah, dun, that dun. Too. Yeah, that, that is correct. That is correct. <laughs> Apple has finally embraced the fact that their iPad is just a small computer. Well, plus with like the Surface and stuff from Microsoft, right? They see that people didn't actually want a full tablet separate experience. They just wanted a right. really portable 
PC. They're they're blending the genres. Genres. Anyway, so I thought that was cool just because I thought, you know, the world was going to mobile and now it's going to computers. But anyway, the more important question that we have to discuss here is what was is it a it? right choice for Joe Exotic to be played by <laughs> Nicolas Cage? This is an important question. This, this is a beautiful segue. <laughs> Speaking of watching stuff on your device. Ah, there it is. <laughs> Joe Highly Exotic improved. to be played by Nicolas Cage under the Segway new, version under a new um, series. I don't know if this is a tr- like a uh, biography series, I th- but I, it- I think it's a scripted TV show where they yeah. play his actual life. I don't know if it's going to be like office style where the, the person knows he's filming or not, but Oh, uh, that you know would I mean? be so awesome to have office <laughs> Joe exotic edition. Do we, <laughs> like, do we really rec. need this? Is this something that we really need at this point? We need content. Uh, I think we're just reaching here. <laughs> we just need any kind of content. To make, content to, is king. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think it was in the works though, before the Netflix special. Oh, but they just didn't have, they just didn't have a actor for it until. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my takeaway is that they were already kind of, they knew it was going to be a hit sort of, and they were already kind of pre-planning this thing before if I read the article, right. And let me ask you this, this um, blew my mind and I totally forgot about this. Did you know Nick Cage, Nicholas, you know, I, I love him. He's got a great name. Did you know he won an Oscar for what? That's what I was going to ask you. That's my trivia question for you. What what movie did Nicolas Cage win an Oscar for? For best actor, Gladiator. <laughs> Leaving Las Vegas in 1996. Was oh, it right. Con Air? I said it already. National Treasure. Oh, the bees! <laughs> oh, the bees! <laughs> Face off. Whatever movie that was. Ghost Rider. Yeah, oh, that pff, incredible film. God, the Rock. See, notice how I called it a film. Okay, it's Leaving Las Vegas. Do I have to say it again? Wasn't he a superhero too? Ghost Rider. Yeah, yeah. Ghost Rider. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Sorry. What? Mo- so did we guess it? <laughs> <laughs> no, you you nailed it with the first one. Good job. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Which is the one where he drives the cars around? Yes. <laughs> oh gone yeah. In Which 60 one is seconds. that one? Gone in sixty seconds. Yeah. God. So anyway, go on. Con Air. What did you say? So, so what did he win an Oscar <laughs> yeah, for? So. <laughs> Hold on, I lost you guys there for a second. What happened? <laughs> I, I, was, I was just asking. Uh, did, did you? Did, did we figure out what he won an Oscar for? <laughs> oh, I guess they're frozen. I'll just continue this podcast. <laughs> so, <laughs> on my own, there I go. I think it, I think it's actually a pretty good pick, though, to have him um, be Joe Exotic. I think I think he'll do actually a pretty good job. I'm not a huge Nick Cage fan, but I think um, it'll be pretty funny. It's weird enough. I, 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 can't, I can't believe we're overlooking this. There was a movie that came out in like the early 2000s. And this guy looked exactly like Joe Exotic. He had the same haircut. He kind of had the same personality. David Do you Spade? guys remember Joe Dirt? Oh, wow. I feel a, like you guys are on I feel the like same in wavelength. his quest to find his parents, if he had just found a tiger, it would have been exactly what we saw on Netflix earlier this year touche no yeah yeah I, I don't know how that was overlooked how was joe dirt overlooked for an oscar that's what we should really be talking that's about true. <laughs> saving las vegas i'm pretty sure 
Yeah, <laughs> it was stolen from Joe Dirt. <laughs> it's leaving. It's leaving Las Vegas. Did you guys oh, ever see uh, Joe Dirt two? Yeah. I mean, duh. What is that? Did you ever see Joe Dirt two? Oh, I did not. Yeah, I did not. I didn't I know did. there was a sequel to that masterpiece. <laughs> I never saw it. Just wondering. I just saw it on the on the internet. Anyway. Oh, by the way, did you guys see? Uh, it was Jimmy <laughs> Fallon recorded something, and he he's like. Hey guys, we we heard that Nicolas Cage is going to be playing Joe Joe Dirt in a in a TV series, his first television role, and we got some exclusive first time footage, uh, and we're going to show it to you now. And it was Jimmy Fallon playing Nicolas Cage playing Joe Dirt, <laughs> and it was incredible. If you guys haven't seen it, just Google Jimmy Fallon, uh, Joe. I, I said Joe Dirt, didn't I? Joe Exotic <laughs> playing Nicholas playing Nicholas Cage Nicolas playing Cage. Joe Exotic, and it's hilarious. There's even a country tune in there. It's wonderful. Sorry, I heard that. Um, I heard that someone, uh, the internet, I guess, pretended to be Jimmy Fallon and and tried to get an interview from Carol Baskin and like totally tricked her into like getting her to like sign. I didn't like read the rest of the article, but hilarious. Yeah, I uh, I watched the video and I'll tell you what, it was a ten minute waste of my time. <laughs> <laughs> they they got they basically got some samples of. Jimmy Fallon, like they did it very well. They pretended to be like the producers very well, but they told her like, you're not going to be able to say, see Jimmy. And they just played a bunch of sound samples and asked her like generic questions that didn't really, no, like nobody really cared about. Cause you always, you just want to hear her talk about the tiger King, which she never does. So it was just an interview of like, what's going on in her life right now, which to me was worthless. It was, it was like, it's, it sounds like it was like the, when those guys used to do the prank calls with like Arnold Schwarzenegger's voice. Yeah. <laughs> except it wasn't funny. <laughs> How are you? I love those <laughs> prank your calls. Daddy? <laughs> Who's your daddy and what does he do? Ah, <laughs> uh, childhood. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. <laughs> the one answers. <laughs> Tell me now. Okay. Anyway. Are we moving on? Yeah. Have we pounded please, that one into please, the dirt? Please move <laughs> please on. Just please, let it be man. done. <laughs> Who is your daddy and what does he do? All right, moving on. Uh, we are recording this podcast. <laughs> it is currently May 6th, and we just passed Star Wars Day, which was a couple of days ago. Woo! So if you haven't if you haven't heard the wishes already, may the 4th be with you. I know it's a couple of days late. But... Um, we just got notice that uh, Taika Waititi. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't what? say that. D- Disney is going to copyright this podcast now. No, he said fourth. <laughs> the number fourth. We're covered. We're good. I've looked it up. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, I you tried see- to say it right, but I just had a lisp. <laughs> no, you didn't. You, you didn't see that on on Twitter. Disney said anyone that hashtags "May the Fourth Be With You" is um able to be used by them. <laughs> Disney said that. Yeah, of all people. Because they've now coined a word. Right. I would be thrilled if Disney distributed this episode of Canon Spam Pod because we said, May the Fourth be with you. All right, all right. Uh, sorry, go ahead, Kavika. Any press is good press. Go ahead, go oh, ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, so, anyway, um, you guys familiar with the movie Ragnarok? Thor, Thor Ragnarok, the third, the third movie of Thor. Yeah. Was directed by a man named Taika Waititi, who is from New Zealand. He's quite the funny chap. And he has been um, he has been selected to, I guess, in conjunction with another director, to direct a new feature-length Star Wars film. <laughs> Side note, I just saw some Star Wars Instapots on Instagram, and 
I'm severely devastated that my Instapot does not look like R2-D2. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but note. anyway, are you guys familiar with Taika? Yeah, he was oh. Krog in... Oh, 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 oh. Yes, he was the Stone Man. Yeah, Stone Man. I'm, 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 I'm super excited for this. He had two stones. <laughs> what, are some, what are some other movies he's directed, Kavika, that you enjoy? Uh, honestly, like, I think the biggest one that people know is Ragnarok. It was funny. My problem was, I don't know how much he had, uh, I'm going to be a little bit serious on this, but I don't know how much influence he had on the storyline, but I hated that storyline. I thought it was really funny, and I know that comes from Taika, so I, my only fear is I just don't want his comedic sensibility to overshadow the Star Wars, you know, vibe. Because I think Star Wars is just a very special thing. And if you just, I feel like you're cheapening it if you put too much of that comedic sensibility in it. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Because I have the opposite. I think the, 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 one of the keystones to the success for me of the Marvel movies is that they do not take themselves so seriously. And when he was in that, when he was in Ragnarok and doing, you know, being that comedic relief for the Thor movie, I think that is something that Star Wars definitely could also hang. Also, actually, you know, well, in some senses, Star Wars does hang its hat on that. Um, but I, I, I understand what you're saying. You don't want it to be like joke central. You don't want it to be the kind of spot, yeah. the kind of spam version of Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I definitely appreciate it, and there's definitely a balance of having that, you know incorporate into the film but right. i don't i don't want that to be the first thing you think about because when i think of ragnarok when i first heard about the movie i was like oh my god ragnarok is like the legendary end of worlds for the nordic culture and this is going to be some epic like movie with incredible storylines and like you know these titans coming together and it ended up being just this goofy film which was really really funny but i just didn't appreciate the story and it didn't like my expectations were a little off, so I just don't want that to be the same situation with Star Wars. My, um, I'm optimistic. I think it's going to be... I'm just optimistic. I hope it's good. I think you're right, though. Um, have you heard of the movie Jojo Rabbit? Mm-hmm. I have. Um, I mean, he directed that, right? I haven't seen yeah, yeah. it. I really need to see it. I heard it's really good, but same exact vein, though, of like this kind of like... I don't want to say dark humor, but this line of, of, of humor, basically, with a, you know enveloped in the storyline it's all about like how the humor comes out uh, i think it's probably going to be similar i mean that's my guess yeah his his go-to kind of feel for me has always been like take a serious subject and call out how serious it is in a humorous way and you know th- when i i think the first movie i ever saw from him was that there's like a um hunt for the wilder people it was out of new zealand or out of australia one of the mm. two um and it was playing at like kahala mall for a while and uh, it was really good and i just remember going holy cow this is really good um and then of course seeing ragnarok and then jojo rabbit to me like i i just really appreciate that style of that you it's it, it's almost like taking what you expect from a serious subject and then giving you something more unique in that sense of like exploding the world and taking it for more a more like showing you how crazy that whatever the story he's trying to tell you is i i mean yeah i i definitely agree i think you have to kind of take my stance with a grain of salt because i am just a star wars purist yeah and any deviation from 
what I come to expect from Star Wars is just a gross bastardization of what, something that I've come to love. Hey Spammers, unfortunately this concludes our part one of our two-part series. Stay tuned next week for part two, which will drop on Wednesday morning. Until then, hit us up on Twitter at CanaspamPod. Be sure to leave a review, five stars. From all of us here at Tin Can Studios, thank you for listening, and we'll catch you guys next time. Shoots! Thank you.